0: Welcome to another edition of Wisdom Wednesdays. Now, before we get into the podcast this week, I just want to put a quick shout out to a couple of listeners um, who have been extremely kind the first is a guy called Ross Claxton, who at first saw me present when he was a CBA employee a few years ago. And for the second year running, he sent me a gift at Christmas. And Ross obviously knows what tickles my fancy, because for the second year running, it was a bottle of very nice alcohol. So thank you, Ross. It was very well received. And the second person is a lady called Angela, uh, who I gave advice to her son a number of years ago, a guy called Adam, who was becoming a professional boxer, uh, and told her to make bone broth for him to help her recovery. And it turned out her father came around when she was making the bone broth, and he had severe eczema on his legs, and he was using steroid creams, which which really were bad for his legs in the long run. So so what he started to do is he he helped her to render the tallow, which is the fat that comes out out of bone broth and rubbed it on his legs and got amazing relief Uh, and then he was searching for for some other stuff or she started looking for stuff from and all the tallow skincare had essential oils in it that irritated him so she started to make her own line of skincare which she has now turned into a business which is really cool stuff and she sent me some products as a gift, which I've been using, my wife had been using, and it's bloody awesome. So I would suggest that you check out GG's Organic Wellness. Um, so the website is ggsorganicwellness.com uh, and see the range of all natural skin curves. Pretty cool stuff. Now, let's get on with the podcast. So if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you'll know about the benefits of exercise for preventing a whole host of chronic diseases. And you may have heard that one of those is cancer. Well, now a new study that was published uh, very recently by researchers at the Tel Aviv University found that not only can exercise reduce the risk of cancer, but if you are unfortunate enough to get cancer, that aerobic exercise and particularly high-intensity aerobic exercise can reduce the risk of metastatic cancer by 72%. Now, this is pretty huge and a new discovery um, in the area of cancer research, which is why it actually was published in the prestigious journal Cancer Research and chosen for the front cover of the November 2022 issue. Now, you may be aware metastatic cancers, where cancer starts to spread um, to other organs. It's often associated with stage four of cancer. So it's clearly something that you want to avoid. Now, as a little byline, If you're over the age of 40 and certainly over the age of 50, there is no doubt that there are cancer cells in your body. And all the time, our immune system is going around and targeting these cancer cells and killing them off. So it's when cancer starts to spread that it becomes a real issue. And then that metastatic cancer, where it's spreading to other parts of your body and organs, is obviously the thing you want to avoid at all costs. Now, studies... Have identified, as I said earlier, that physical exercise can reduce the risk of some types of cancer by up to thirty-five percent, and this effect is similar to the impact of exercise on conditions such as heart disease and diabetes. So, how did the researchers um, come up with this knowledge that exercise can then prevent the spreading? Well, they did. It was a very clever study, and they used a a, a concordant animal. And human study. and um, So what they did is they took uh, 2,700 ad- adults who were living in Israel uh, and they followed them over a long period of time and they found that in those individuals that um, doing high-intensity aerobic exercise reduced the risk of developing this highly metastatic cancer by 72 to 73 percent. Now at the same time they observed similar findings in the animal model of melanoma And what they found is that the animals that exercised before they developed cancer were less likely to experience these cancer metastases. Um, And the evidence suggests that exercise exerts its anti-tumor effects by increasing the body's insulin sensitivity, as well as reducing sex storing or steroid hormone levels and dampening the immune response and the accompanying inflammation. And it also promotes the, the release of signaling molecules in skeletal muscles called myokines, which I have talked about at length before, and these inhibit tumor growth. So these myokines were really, really central to this. Now to add a little bit more depth to the study, what they did is they sampled the internal organs of the um, physically fit animals before and after the exercise and also following the injection of cancer. And they found that the the high intensity um, aerobic exercise significantly reduced the the development of metastatic tumors in the lymph nodes the lungs and the liver now this was specific to the type of cancer that they injected into them so they hypothesized that in both human and animal models this favorable outcome is actually related to an enhanced rate of glucose consumption induced by the exercise and professor levy who was one to lead the study said our study is the first to investigate the impact of exercise on the internal organs in which metastasis usually develop, such as the lungs, the liver, and the lymph nodes. And by examining the cells of these organs, he said that they found a rise in the number of glucose receptors during the high-intensity aerobic activity. So basically, um, the organs um, turned into these energy consumption machines very much like the muscles. And Professor Levy said that they assume that this happens because the organs have to compete for sugar resources with the muscles, which are obviously known to burn large quantities of glucose during exercise. So consequently, if cancer does develop, This fierce competition over glucose and between the muscles and the organs reduces the availability of energy that is critical to metastasis of the cancer cells. So as we know, cancer cells, um, they undergo anaerobic glycolysis, so they need um, the sugar in vast majority of cases in order for them to multiply. So by increasing um, the sensitivity or the amount of, of receptors for glucose in the organs and um, having the muscles undergo that high intensity exercise, you're basically starving cancer of a fuel source, which for me is pretty fascinating stuff. So essentially what is happening is that exercise changes the whole body, the muscles and the organs so that the cancer cannot spread and that the primary tumor also shrinks in size. Now, this study was done on high-intensity aerobic training, but I would suspect, although it hasn't been done yet and needs to be replicated, that any type of high-intensity training, so so doing high-intensity circuit training or, or resistance training, would also have similar effects because that uses a lot of glucose in the muscles as well. Uh, But it's got to be that high intensity with very low rest periods in in order to create that glucose demand for the muscles. And this study um, also links in, I think, if if you do have cancer to previous research that I've discussed on the podcast with Professor Robert Newton, who's the Western Australian of the Year in 2021. And and his uh, lab showed that when people are undergoing chemotherapy. If they engage in exercise around the chemotherapy, it makes the chemotherapy much more targeted. Now, they tended to prefer resistance training because it's better tolerated by people who are undergoing chemotherapy. But he seemed to suggest that it was the adrenaline that was reduced from the exercise or or increased by the exercise that made the the, uh, cancer um, actually be much more susceptible to the chemotherapy and at the same time protected the healthy cells from the damage of the chemotherapy. So, taken together, these studies suggest that, that if you want to avoid cancer, physical activity is a must and quite a chunk of it needs to be high intensity which is what we need for general health and well-being uh, and reducing our risk of all chronic diseases. So the take-home is ramp up that intensity. Catch you next time. If you enjoyed today's episode and you think somebody else might benefit from it, uh, just share the episode with them. The other thing you can do to support the podcast is leave us a review because they really help. Catch you next time.